Christ is risen. Christ is risen. Christ is risen. for his ascension. We hear these words today. Most assuredly I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. Until now you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. So our Lord as he is preparing his disciples for his ascension, he is teaching them something, them something and us something so critical about how to pray as the kingdom of priests in his holy kingdom. And the truth about that prayer is this. Whatever you ask in my name, he will give you that your joy may be full. Asking, praying in the name of Jesus. It's mentioned by our Lord numerous times in his gospels. It's also mentioned many times by those who would become his apostles as they would write their epistles to the church. For example, St. John chapter 14, our Lord Jesus Christ says, And whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. St. John chapter 15, our Lord says this, You did not choose me, but I chose you. And appointed you that you should go and bear fruit. And that your fruit should remain. That whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. This prayer of the Christian is precisely this. All of our prayers, our goal should be a striving that we pray. That we intercede. Always asking the Father in the name of Jesus. But it begs the great question. What does it mean to pray in the name of Jesus? Because there are a lot of teachings out there that will teach you things that are not at all praying in the name of Jesus. For example, to pray what we want, to pray what we think should happen in a given situation, to pray our desires and our needs, and then to conclude that prayer by saying in the name of Jesus does not necessarily make that a prayer in the name of Jesus. In fact, many times if we're praying solely from what we want or what we perceive or from our human wisdom alone, no matter what we say at the end, oftentimes we are not praying in the name of Jesus. Why? Because neither you nor I have all of the wisdom that God has. We do not see every side of any given situation at any time that we find ourselves in in this life. We can't see everything. We're the ones that are, we're the broken ones that have limited vision. And we see things within us and all around us oftentimes through broken window panes. Not seeing exactly clearly. Oftentimes not knowing how to pray. And when we pray through those tainted windows, most often we find ourselves not praying the will of God, which should be all of our goal and striving. To let God share His will, and we offer that prayer 
in the name of Jesus. So what does it mean to pray in the name of Jesus according to our faith? I cannot teach it or sum it up better than the brief one-sentence statement that St. Cyprian says. St. Cyprian was a bishop in the mid-third century, martyred for the sake of our Lord Jesus Christ. And when he was teaching what Jesus said, that we should pray in the name of Jesus, in His name, he taught this, let Christ, who dwells within our heart, also dwell within our voice. I'm going to say that again. Let Christ, who dwells within our heart, dwell within our voice. That is praying in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Consider the true implications of what St. Cyprian is teaching and what Jesus is really trying to teach all of us as his disciples. For that teaching to be true, to pray in the name of Jesus in that manner, it absolutely implies that we are living in a daily living relationship and fellowship with a very living Lord Jesus Christ. For it to be true, it demands that as we bring what we think and feel about something, when we bring our will to the table in prayerful fellowship with Christ, that we come with both the humility and the earnest longing within our soul that our will dissolves peacefully into His and joins ourselves to that will. And finally, it implies that based on the relationship we're living with daily, theosis is happening, that we're taking on the very nature of Christ. So not only do we see through His eyes and know His will, but we pray from His heart over all the different things and concerns that come across us in our lives, for ourselves, for others, for the church, and for this world. Only when those things fall in line can Christ dwell in the voice of our prayer being lifted to the Father. You need to understand what Jesus is inviting us to. He's saying, I am the mediator. I am the intercessor before the Father. Come and stand with me and pray what I pray. You see that? That is praying in the name of Jesus. St. John, in his gospel again, in chapter 15, he said about living and dwelling in that relationship with Christ regarding the prayer. He said, if you abide in me, Jesus said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. Again, why? Because your desire is his. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, so you will be my disciples. Listen to the language. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, that literally means if you make me your home, the place where you live, where you exist, if you make me your home. And he says, if my words abide in you, understand what this means. It means that we're living in the humility as a learner and a disciple of our Lord Jesus Christ, the good shepherd of us all. It means precisely what our epistle reading from St. James vocalized to us today in this Mass. That not only that we should be doers of the word, not just hearers only, deceiving ourselves. Live in Christ. Let your life be lived 
from Christ who dwells in you. Then ask from his desire, and it will be done for you. Why? The writer of our gospel also wrote his first epistle saying these words. Now this is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. What is the key that opens the door to praying in the name of Jesus as we're invited into? What's the key that opens the door, if you will, to God answering those intercessions and our being filled with joy? Praying His will and His will alone, joined to Him in those prayers. That's when the kingdom of God is manifest. That's when God answers because He invites us all to be participators with His salvation of not only of our souls, our own souls, but participators with Christ in the salvation of all. This is what He's calling us to. My friends, prayer is not a magic wand waved by human brokenness and opinions and poof, there it is. It's just not. And we know this. Prayer has its origin and it finds its maturity and it finds its fulfillment wrapped up in a lived experience of Jesus Christ, our God, before the Father, graced by the Holy Spirit. And if we're doing, if all we're doing is voicing our frustrated or concerned opinions, perceived needs and perceived needs of others or the church of this world, we're not going to arrive at that holy prayer of Jesus Christ that fills us with joy when we see its answer manifest in the world. And I want to say this too. If all we're doing is only praying the liturgical prayers, which must be prayed, must be prayed and are the great start to even discerning how to find the will of God in how to pray over certain things. But if all we do is pray them only, we never let those very prayers lead us to an experienced time of fellowship with God. We're also going to find it hard to arrive at the very prayer of Christ. Because as the church fathers say, the liturgical prayers, while the framework of our prayer life, we must have them. The liturgical prayers are the beginning of prayer, not the end of prayer. We have to let our lives, ourselves, our souls, be guided into the fullness of an experience of Christ through the liturgical prayers. So that we can be about advocating and mediating along with the voice of our Lord Jesus Christ. And when that happens, when we join that prayer, there is no greater joy than seeing the will of God that we have been brought into fulfilled in the earth and souls redeemed, crying out for mercy and finding it. There's no greater joy. As St. Cyprian says, when we hit that prayer, when we come to that prayer life, Christ, our true intercessor, now dwells in our voice, and our joy will be made full. For Christ is risen. Indeed, he is risen. Christ is risen. Indeed, he is risen. Christ is risen. Indeed, he is risen.